Welcome to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, home of the Rock Your Purpose revolution. This is the place to find inspiration and life-changing tools to awaken your authentic self and activate your purpose. Inspirational speaker and international teacher Emily Perry will take you behind the scenes in creating your own purpose revolution. So get ready to rock your purpose, lead your tribe and manifest your vision for your life. Here's your host, Emily Perry. Welcome back to the Rock Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Emily Perry. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. So today's show, we have a special guest. Her name is Anya Grace, and I'm so excited to share this interview with you. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Anya Grace is the founder of the Elevated Woman Movement. She's a spiritual mentor, energy healer, and feminine energy coach. She has a background in Eastern non-dual tantric and Western esoteric philosophies and traditions. And she works with divine feminine wisdom to help women become activators and initiators for a higher potential on the planet. So I'm so excited to share this episode with you. As you'll see in our conversation, we have you know some teachers in common and we've worked together and it's just such a joy for me to share this conversation with you. Before we dive into the interview, I want to let you know about today's show's sponsor, and it's my new course, Activate Your Magic. Activate Your Magic is a supercharged masterclass all about activating your essence and stepping into your magic. This is a two-part experience designed to light you up and inspire you to connect to your essence and your magic. So head over to emilyperryyoga.com magic to learn more. This course includes the Honor and Heal Masterclass, which is a video training all about, you know, really helping and supporting you and honoring and releasing where you've been so that you can activate your essence and your magic. We also have the Activate Your Magic Transmission, which is a video training. And again, it's a, it's a ritual designed to help you align and get activated. And it also includes the Activate Your Magic Guidebook. So head over to emilyperryyoga.com magic, learn more jump in and I will see you over there. All right, let's dive into the interview. Well, welcome Anya to the show. Thank you so much, Emily. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. So I've been wanting to have you on the show for a while to talk about Elevated Woman. So you've become known for this movement that you've been creating and um, I was just wondering what inspired this movement within you that you've really been, you know, spreading out into the, the world as I've been watching and, you over the last couple of years. Can you tell us a little bit about like what that inspiration was? Yeah, I love that question. So, well, I know that a lot of people in your audience have businesses and actually my business started as um, East West Woman. And I got that name because the Dalai Lama said that the Western woman will save the world. It's like a quote from him. Mm -hmm. And so originally, originally, my business was called Western Woman. And then that evolved into East West Woman because it felt more, more, you know, worldly. And then from that, um, what I really started to see was that this, this archetype of the elevated woman just began to kind of rise up. And... I define her as, well, she's not really definable, (laughs) but one of the ways I like to talk about her is that she's an activator and an initiator for a higher potential on the planet. Mm. So what that means to me is that what we stand for really as a movement is that 
our power as women is in our really our spiritual connection, whatever that looks like on an individual level. Um, the, the external, external focus movement and energy moving outward is connected to the masculine. Whereas mm-hmm. this inner magnetic moving inward energy is connected to the feminine. So there's this whole world. I know you know all this, but there's mm-hmm. this whole world within us, this whole entire world inside of us. And to me, that is deeply connected to the divine feminine wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so this work that we're doing with Elevated Woman is really about helping women connect and really amplify that inner world and connect to the power that lies within Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing so, recognize the true value that we hold as a feminine presence. So it's go, it all goes beyond gender completely, but we're really talking about um, it's, it's branching from or inspired actually by non-dual tantric philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied a lot with Christopher Harish Wallace actually back in Santa Cruz when I was doing my trainings mm-hmm. uh, for yoga to become a teacher where I met Emily. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anyway, so it's really coming from some deep ancient philosophy where we're really activating the true power of what it means to be a woman on, on the planet right now. So I can speak more into that, but I'll just toss it back to you. Yeah, yeah, that's so beautiful. And like now more than ever, we, we need us all like activated in that way, you know? Um, exactly. So with Elevated Women, you're creating these offerings, these portals for people to show up and really experience that activation. And I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that that non-dual piece or what that looks like for you. I have spoken to about that on the show in previous episodes, but just for those that you know are unfamiliar with what that mm-hmm. might mean. So when people hear the word Tantra, they think of instantly like sexual Tantra and it's really not what it, I mean, that's like, that is a thing, but there's also this deep ancient Eastern philosophy and I, I'm, I'm in love with it because mm-hmm. to, to me, like the Tantrikas, um, I was reading in, in Tantra Illuminated the other day and really the, the whole principle, like one of the biggest points is correct orientation. And my understanding of what this means is that, you know, if you approach your yoga practice from the intention of improving yourself, or you even approach your business, I would say, from the intention of just making money or, or getting kind of external validation and verification or approval from, from sources or proving that you're success, proving to the world that you can be successful, we can easily, because our ego <laughs> is so you know, strong sometimes, we can easily go into the activities of our life with a misoriented, um, with really a misorientation. Mm -hmm. So for example, approaching a spiritual practice, a yoga practice, meditation practice from the perspective of I need to do this to improve myself or lose weight or get stronger it's really actually in this philosophy going to take you farther away from your desired goal. The, the, because the truth is that we are all already divine. Mm-hmm. We are all already perfect, pristine, powerful embodiments of sacred energy. And I mean, that's, that's what I understand truth to be. Mm-hmm. And so approaching a spiritual practice from the perspective of that's outside of myself or I need to get there is actually every hour, every, every moment of energy output in that activity is going to take you farther and farther away from that, that, that outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so it's like looking at like a sailboat. If it's one degree off from its true north, then after years of practice, it's going to be far, far, far away from that north star. Mm-hmm. So um, t- to me, the way that this is connected to the, the feminine right now and an elevated woman is we as women and as a society, um, you know, I, I really like to point people in the direction of obviously there's been a lot of suppression of the feminine energy on the planet and exploitation of sexual energy. Mm-hmm. And we collectively continue to ask, what do we need to do about it? But we don't spend as much time talking about why it's happening in the first place. Mm-hmm. And to me, when we look at that, I mean, we really look at, okay, well, you know, there's entire industries that are, that are built on exploiting the feminine energy. And that's not just in women, but, but also in humanity. Um, to me, that is the heart energy, the sexual energy, the vulnerability, the innocence mm-hmm. is exploited. Um, and we as a movement stand for a world where human vulnerability is protected, not exploited. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, this whole, there's all these ways that we actually as women and as human beings continue this exploitation and are actually the source of the suppression of the feminine in our own lives. And it's subtle and we don't need to blame ourselves or get upset at ourselves, but really build awareness around this. Um, So for example, like getting on the scale and judging the number that pops up and, Mm -hmm. and feeling our energy get contracted around that number is a way that we drain our own Shakti force. Our Mm -hmm. Shakti is our divine feminine power and sexual potential and, and energy. Um, so, you know, scrolling on Instagram and judging yourself to this woman who's, you don't even know who has like this feed and, and you're sitting there for 10, 15 minutes, like going through judging yourself, comparing yourself, your energy is, is dipping in that moment. You're in that moment, allowing this suppression and exploitation of your, your own sacred sexual energy, your own feminine power. So there's all these ways right now that we have been conditioned and I also believe brainwashed mm-hmm. to, to actually very easily be exploit, exploitable. I don't know if that's really a word, but, but more easily exploited. We mm-hmm. do that. So one of the biggest things that I stand for is that, you know, we approach getting back to correct orientation and this is really long explanation but getting back to correct orientation okay good (laughs) um you know approaching exercise approaching diet approaching all these things from true self-love and authentic divine inspiration like I don't exercise unless I really desire to there's no part of me I used to spend new year's eve writing out my my list of all these things that I was going to change and control in my life. So all the food that I was going to eat and was not going to eat and the miles I would run each week and the exercise classes that I would go to and the amount of time I would spend in my yoga practice. And I would, I would create these rigid structured outlines of my life. Mm -hmm. But when we think of feminine energy and feminine power, it's the opposite of control. It's complete chaos. It's the power of the ocean and the waves of the ocean and the seasons and the tides and 
it's not controllable. It can only really truly be contained by a force that is strong enough to handle it and hold it, which like the ocean floor is, is connected to the divine masculine. But so we, another way that we are the source of the suppression of the feminine is in all the ways that we really are kind of trying to control different aspects of our life. And it's another way that we can, can well, our energy will get super contracted. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, I just ate like four, four dinner rolls. I shouldn't have done that. And you walk out of the restaurant feeling really bad about yourself and a stomach ache and a knot in your tummy and, and like an emotional knot also in your heart. And that's a choice. So we get to have compassion. But right now I invite everyone to really look at all these different ways that we're subtly draining our energy and recognize that that energy is the most valuable thing on the planet. It's Shakti, divine feminine power, sexual potential, heart energy. And mm-hmm. we get to, you know, move away from, from anything that's not truly authentic, um, divine inspiration. That was a long answer. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. No, it's but great. Just, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know too, it's like, um, you know, I speak a lot about this in terms of prana, like we get to choose how we're placing our prana, right? And there's so many ways that, you know, in terms of like creating the life that people want to live. And we talk a lot about in this podcast, you know, rocking your purpose and like manifesting the life that you want to be living. It's like, well, how are you spending your energy? Like, where are you placing your energy in your life and in your world? And there's so many places that we do, we leak energy. It's like we're giving away our own power. We're giving away our power to all these, you know, these different um, aspects of living as we do now in the 21st century. But we get to choose. Like, I get to choose how I'm going to respond. I'm going. To, I get to choose, like, how I focus my energy. And I feel like the more and more in touch with Shakti, our inner prana, that we get, the more we're aware of like how we're really either placing our energy and pointing to, in that direction that we want to be going in, right? And having that correct orientation or having an orientation that makes sense for like our vision or we get distracted and yeah, we get off, we get, we start to go off the rails or so to speak, or just like, you know, you end up on a different island than you really were planning on getting at. And, and I love this idea too of having this connection to the inner world and really exploring that and I know you talk a lot about like different archetypes of the divine feminine and embodiment. And I don't know if you mind going into like what those look like. So people can start to get a feel of like, okay, I'm, I love this archetype. Or I'm really feeling that archetype showing up in my life. Yes. So one of the powers that we hold as women, um, embodiments of the feminine energy in a very strong way mm-hmm. is this dynamic energy. So feminine energy is connected to dynamic energy. Whereas masculine energy is more connected to a, a static, a static energy. So an electric energy, um, it's both outward focus, but it's like the single pointed focus, the, uh, direction, um, straight line. You think of like a man's penis is a straight line really. So there it's all connected and we have these metaphors. All of the wisdom is just contained in the body. And, and we can really look deep into the body to learn so much. But whereas the woman, she's actually shaped in a figure eight, where we have this figure eight shaped body. Our yonis are actually shaped in a figure eight too. We have the power to receive a soul, receive a seed, and create life. So it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the divine masculine is incredibly powerful too. 
Um, but one of the aspects of feminine energy that we have kind of disowned and not really, yeah, that we haven't fully owned because it's been uh, demonized and we have shame connected to it is our dynamic energy. So the archetype activations are really a way to reclaim these different aspects of ourselves. So for example, um, the six main archetypes that I work with are the goddess. I mean, they're classic archetypes, the goddess, mm -hmm. the maiden, the princess, the queen, the high priestess, and the seductress. And in these activations, what we're doing is activating the different energies of the archetypes. So you might, out of all of those six, you know, whoever's listening, of those six archetypes, which one do you instantly feel most called to? Or which few do you feel like, oh yeah, that's the archetype that I am? Mm -hmm. And which archetype do you feel perhaps resistance toward? Like I was very resistant to the, the princess archetype. So, but what, what, um, what we really want to do is actually recognize that the innocence and flirtiness and playfulness, let's say, of the princess is just as valuable as the elegance and power and wisdom of the queen. And we, depending on our conditioning that we grew up with and just who we are, we may kind of identify on the ego level with certain archetypes and not with other archetypes. But I invite people in these activations to really awaken all aspects because then what can happen is you have all this, this full embodiment of feminine energy and you can shift on a day-to-day, moment-to-moment level between these different energies and even in intimacy too. In sex, if you're with your partner, and again, remember that the divine masculine is more uh, single-pointed in its power and we're multidimensional in our power. So part of what the masculine experiences when in connection with us is, and again, this goes beyond gender, but part of what it experienced when in connection with us is this dynamic energy. And if we bring our emotions to the table and we have a day where we're, I don't know, let's say slightly, emo slightly, slightly raw, kind of feeling a little bit vulnerable in ourselves, maybe feeling a little bit quiet, but then really excited to be with our partner that's four different energies that you get to bring into that sexual intimate experience mm -hmm. that are totally going to be, that are going to be different than how you feel tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So this is a way that we get to recognize the power of our emotions and the gift of our emotions. It's, I mean, just simply using sex as an example, it's, you know, we gift the masculine, this experience of life, not just on a physical level when they're merging with us, but also on an emotional level. So we invite them into this dynamic experience that is different than what they are having. Not, mm -hmm. you know, we're all equally powerful, but it's, I just feel in different ways. Mm -hmm. um, but our work right now as women is to reclaim what true feminine power looks like and true feminine uh, beauty and wisdom embodied looks like. And with those archetypes, just to finish this up. Yeah, that's the work is to, is kind of to look at which ones do you feel resistant toward which ones do you feel drawn to and then i have people also write out when you think of the queen energy just close your eyes take a deep breath in bring her into your into your imagination into your vision and write down five to ten words that come to mind when you think of the queen energy mm -hmm. and then same with the goddess same with the maiden and 
And then of those words, find the words that really speak to you. So put them all together, mm -hmm. put all of the words together from all the different archetypes and then find the words that really speak to you. And often what this does is it kind of helps women synthesize, like I like to say like their, their signature feminine essence mm -hmm. or these elevated feminine frequencies that you are meant to really master in this lifetime um, and share with the world. So powerful because it's a great way to, yeah, get in touch with like the, our inner essence of like, yeah, parts of ourselves that we've been maybe not accessing. And also at the same time, like when we tap into those inner aspects of who we are, those inner parts of our essence, so we really, again, we reclaim who we are. We get to really stand in um, our power and, you know, our purpose in a whole new way. So when you start to think about helping people, you know, create these activations or to activate that inner energy and get in touch with this inner essence of who they are, what are some of the I mean, I'm sure there's some things that come up that, <laughs> that rise up that feel like are like, you know, maybe obstacles on that path or the challenges that you see people have, or what are some of the things that kind of can rise up for people when they do tap into, they start to do some mm -hmm. of this activation work with you, say, so to speak? Absolutely. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, lots of I mean, trauma can, can rise up past wounds, past memories can rise up where it was unsafe to be in certain energies. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things, as much as I stand for women learning how to surrender in their life, I have deep compassion for the part of us that wants to be in control because mm -hmm. it's really coming from fear and wanting to be safe. Mm -hmm. But so, you know, like that, that innocence and vulnerability of the maiden is something that a lot of us uh, get to reconnect to. Um, I mean, I grew up at a time where I guess like <laughs> being a cheerleader at my school was like, I don't know. I was, I was grip in Northern California. It was very sporty and athletic and outdoorsy. And it was just like in my family, maybe it was just coming from my family. It was like, I don't know. There was something that was, I, I feel, I felt shame around being girly. Like oh. I, I grew up in a very masculine I, I was a river guide growing up and, um, you know, hanging out with the dudes all the time. And so I remember going to, or just people making little comments like, oh, wow, you've changed your clothes like a third time today. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why that bothered me at the time, you know, it just like, well, yeah. and really what was happening is my inner goddess was just wanting to express herself in a new way and have a new feeling. But mm -hmm. then from the outside, people were like weirdly judging it. And those little things, we pick up those things. And that was, the, that was, my, that was like my princess and my goddess being like, I don't know, talked down upon or judged. And so we pick up these little things. And I think when we go through these activations, we can see where our conditioning holds us back. Mm. And the charge can come up and we'll feel emotions in our heart or in different places in our body but there's an opportunity to set a new imprint and replace that past wound with true power and recognize that it doesn't do anyone good anymore to hold ourselves back from our power really. And if people are still trying to, you know, tear you down in some way subtly or not so subtly, it's again, it's really a choice and we get to step up into that elevated woman archetype and become the activator and initiator for a higher potential on the planet, which means that no matter what's happening on the outside, you know on a cellular and spiritual level how valuable you are. And everywhere you go, everywhere you walk, 
how you talk, how you hold yourself is in constant remembrance of I am divinity, I am sacred energy. And just by holding that knowledge with a capital K, mm-hmm. you you do become an activator because even in, in your aura and your presence, people feel truth. And that truth, you know, it's not dogmatic, it's not religious, it's not anything like that. It's it's simply divine energy. Um, so anyway, that's that's one of the way that's the way why this works is because we're ultimately awakening that divine energy and seeing that divinity is expressed infinitely. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, in, in tantric philosophy, I think Christopher Rich Wallace, um, who's been my main teacher in that talks about how like a piece of dog poop is just as divine as a sunset Mm -hmm. and and that every single thing in this physical world is the goddess so let's collectively stop judging i don't want to say stop but but choose out of judging our emotions judging that self-judgment and this the criticism and the perfectionism and all of those things is the the little control ways that we try to control things it just keeps us in in a state of submission and our energy is exploited in that space space so we get to collectively step into the state of surrender and um really walk around knowing who we really are and spend time with it because it takes process it you know transformation in a feminine energy way is not it's not instantaneous. Yeah, it's not linear. <laughs> it's not linear. It's not instantaneous. Like the Earth hat takes three hundred sixty-five days to go through, like all the seasons. So why in the world would we be able to create this permanent change in like a week or a month? It's falling in love with the process and finding the wisdom on the day-to-day level is is the true feminine. I think it's the feminine approach to to health, beauty, wellness success it's it's just choosing which way do you want to to create these things in your life Mm -hmm. and like really feeling into the inner experience and like allowing that to to guide you and what i love too about the archetypes that you teach in this process is that people then get to begin to trust their inner experience once again and Mm -hmm. trust that wisdom and trust that knowledge and that intuitive knowing so that they can start to make choices and decisions and flow from that Mm -hmm. space as opposed to letting the mind take over (laughs) and trying Mm -hmm. to rationalize our way through everything. Um, And in, you know, on Rock Your Purpose too, we really try to, you know, help people get in touch with their intuition in that way, because that, that's the wisdom that's going to, the thing is about our intuition and this cosmic consciousness and this divine feminine energy within us, it's like, it knows more than you know, like it sees that bigger picture. And so if we can get out of our own way and follow that call, then often there's this opportunity or even in our business or in relationships or whatever it is, it's like, that's the opportunity that's been waiting for you this whole time. You just now finally got out of your own way or like, as you said, surrender. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and it's this idea of, yeah, just like, yeah, a lot opening to, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> opening to that flow. I love that so much. Um, and so totally. when you, um, just as we wrap up here, when we start to speak um, about activation and being like a magnet for what you want to create, I know you talk about like 
you know, this magnetic versus electrical electric principle. And I don't know if you could talk a little bit about that as we close, like moving more, I guess, from this divine feminine energy as opposed yeah. to moving from the more divine masculine space. Totally. Like in, uh, in, like, okay. in your everyday life, like what does that look like for you? Like, I don't know, like yeah. in your day-to-day life, like when you're making choices or decisions or like doing things in your life, what does totally. that look like, look like for somebody? Totally. And one thing really quick, I feel like I love it. Um, that was connected to right before you asked that. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll speak into that too. I recently did the Ganesh um, mantra, Om Gom Ganapate Namaha. I, mm-hmm. I was chanting it 11 times. But for whatever reason this time, when I did it, I felt that as I was doing it, so Ganesh is the deity to, you know, he's a pla- the, the placer and remover of obstacles and so much more, but that's one of the main things he stands for. And when I was doing this, what was happening in this meditation was each time I chanted, I felt a block of energy released from my body. And I was, it was like he, in quotes, was, was removing the obstacles that were keeping me from seeing that. It, like sometimes when I, when I did that chant before, mm-hmm. I was, it was always like removing the obstacles on some, some issue in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like honoring and appreciating and also like, you know, asking to, for this obstacle to be removed. Mm-hmm. But this time what happened was it like it, all that happened was I removed all the obstacles it was like I removed all the obstacles that kept me from seeing my own divine truth. And it was mm. such a powerful consciousness shift in that moment to recognize that he's not actually removing obstacles outside of me that, you know, in this moment he was helping me recognize that the obstacle was only in my non seeing of myself with a capital S, wow. you know? Yeah. That's Isn't that super, cool? So powerful. Yeah. And so for those of you who are listening, just a quick note in the show notes, we'll put a link um, to uh, a version by David Pramal of that mantra for you. And then I think I have a YouTube of uh, Ganesh mantra that we'll link if it's, if I still have that up. So we'll link that. Yeah. You. And yeah. just so everyone knows, I know Emily because she was this She's an amazing yoga teacher. And when I was in at Santa Cruz going to school there, she was just like this rock star teacher. And all of my friends were, we were just, I don't know. I've, I've always looked up to Emily. So it's really so powerful to be here collaborating with you. It's so special to me. Oh, yay. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> it so, all comes for full circle. <laughs> I know. It's so cool. <laughs> so, so I'm just, but I'm curious, like, what does it look like mm-hmm. in your everyday life? Like in terms of like, you know, these two principles, the magnetic versus electrical yeah. principle and what that looks like in terms of like how you like go through your day or, or whatnot. Yeah. So yeah. the feminine, the goddess, she is overflow when she's in her power, which I mean, the goddess is always in her power, but when we're embodying the goddess energy, we give from an overflow. So the masculine energy feel, finds its purpose in its action outward. And really, you know, a man falls in love with a woman who's, who's willing and able to receive his, ultimately his action moving forward toward her. So the ways that he shows up in her life and gives to her, he experiences his power in that ability to give to her, whether it be sexually or um, in, in his actions. And, you know, every person has their own way of doing this, but mm-hmm. 
what we've, what we have, what's been flipped often is that we feel that in order to be valued, we need to be perfect or, and, or do all the things that will make us seem valuable to a partner. But really that's, that's us stepping into the electric principle. It's us stepping into the masculine energy. To me, I had to learn this in my life, just really moving away from any, any identification that my value is in, you know, even my external beauty, my value is in my accomplishments, my value is in um, what I know, my value is in even my wisdom, my value is in it, and taking all of that away and re recognizing my value is in my essence and my presence, my value is in my energy. And... <clears throat> When you approach that and you're continuously focusing inward on your heart space and your energy and your presence as a woman and you're just connected to that and you're 70% of your energy is moving inward, wherever your attention goes, energy flows. We know that. Mm -hmm. So if you're, focused, if you're allowing yourself to remain 70% connected, let's just say on a date um, or even with a client on a sales call, you can do it that way too. And rather than projecting so much of your energy outward, remain connected, allow your focus to, to, to stay connected to the inner world, feeling your heart, feeling some space in your body. And instantly that's going to magnetize energy toward you. And you then are in your feminine, uh, the feminine principle. You're in that, that magnetic principle. Um, so just on a day-to-day -day level, or let's say in relationship, it's moving away from... Um, I'm going to do this and then I'll get that to, I'm going to do what feels good to me. And as a byproduct, I'm going to receive everything I need. So it's, mm. it's, it's not giving to get, it's being to receive. And, mm. and you don't, when you're being at that, at such a deep level of self-sourcing, everything you desire, following what feels good, connecting to your heart, connecting to spirit, source energy, whatever is your, however you find that, that inner, inner power, you don't actually need anything. And as a byproduct, every, so much more comes to you. Mm. You know, the dream apartment, the dream guy, the dream, like money in abundance, everything you want comes as a byproduct of you being oriented with who you really are. Um, and on a day-to-day -day level, my friend, my friend Chelsea and I play this game. <laughs> this ex we call it the Shakti experiment. Uh -huh. And what it, all it is, <laughs> the Shakti it. experiment is, Anytime we notice ourselves getting stressed out over something like work-related or money-related or, you know, business-related and love-related, anything like that, we, it's ultimately the process of choosing out of that frequency and that energy that's drawing our, our um, choosing out of the thought and emotion that's drawing our frequency downward, just mm -hmm. choosing out, choosing to feel trust, choosing to surrender in the moment and follow what feels good. So if there's a day where you have planned that you're going to do all these things for your business and then you like wake up that day and you're like really, really needing self-care time, mm -hmm. or maybe you just, you know, that we, that we don't, that we choose to create our businesses, we choose to approach our life fully from the feminine energy place of whatever feels good in the moment, even if it doesn't make logical sense, is the right step to take, is the aligned step to take. Because then I'm empowering the goddess inside of me rather than suppressing her. So um, that's another way we can drop into that magnetic energy. Wow, I love that so much. Yeah, and it's like really standing, 
staying in connection to yeah source and yeah becoming a magnet for what we really want as opposed to um mm-hmm. you know the opposite of that where we start to actually kind of push away the energy that wants to come in um into our energy field so to speak so mm-hmm. it's been so amazing chatting with you and connecting mm-hmm. with you i wish i wish we could just yeah i wish we lived closer first of all because you don't live near me anymore I know. But um, it's great to be connected in this way. And then I would, you know, I was wondering if you could speak to like what you have coming up um, for our listeners as well as um, like how people can get in touch with you and stay in touch with you. What's the best way? Yes, totally. So I do uh, group training programs online Mm -hmm. um, and drop in trainings as well. So lots of different price points, depending on how excited and ready you are to invest in wanting to you know do this feminine energy work i also do one-on-one energy healing um so there's lots of different ways to to dive into the elevated woman curriculum and content and just begin to awaken these energies within uh there's products on my products on my website as well of past trainings that you can purchase there too mm-hmm. so the website is elevatedwomantraining.com but you can also email me and I can send you some links as well. Uh, connect at eastwestwoman.com is my email, but I'm sure that you'll have links and all that. Yeah. Everything so, will be linked of yeah. course in the show notes for everybody. So they can yeah. always just click right, yeah. right through to find you. And it's been so amazing having you here and thank you so much for sharing your, your wisdom and your vision and the elevated woman with us. And um, I can't wait to see you again soon. I will visit soon. I'm super okay. excited. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much oh, for being you. here. Thank we'll you. see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Rock Your Purpose podcast. If you want to get in touch with Anya and she has a free gift for you, just head to eastwestinterviews.com and you'll learn more about what she has to offer for you. And there's also another site, elevatedwomantraining.com. And of course, these will all be linked in the show notes for you. And that's another place where you can get in touch with Anya and stay inspired. Of course, I'll also put her Instagram handle here in the show notes because that's a great way to stay in touch with her and just kind of keep up with all of the inspiration that she has to offer. And if you liked this episode, go ahead, rate and review the podcast over in whatever podcast player you're listening to this podcast in. And then don't forget to take a screenshot of this episode and tag us on Instagram. I love to see which episodes people are listening to and to connect with you over there in the gram. So tag me in your Insta stories and I will see you in the flow. Again, thank you so much for being here. Take care, be well, and we'll talk soon.